good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is Your Welcome with Shaquem Green. Thank you for listening. It's been a while since we were together. I've been working. I've been busy. And this season, I'm bringing some new stuff, taking out some old stuff, probably reworking some old stuff, making it kind of new. We've got some stand-up comedy. We've got some music. And we've just got some all-around gab and shit talk. This season, we have... Gabe Caraz, a local comedian from Utica, New York. We also have this season Karim Anthony, another funny motherfucker, stand up comedian based out of Syracuse, New York. And as well, we have AJ Shine of the Shine Dynasty, young brother, raps out of. Syracuse, New York. It's going to be one hell of a season with uh, a hell of a a host of of co-hosts and guests. And I'm so excited to be bringing that to you guys this season. Pardon the wait. Um, I've missed y'all so much. I hope the feeling is mutual. And let's get this party started. So much has been going on um, these past few months, and usually I'm doing TV and film reviews and catching up on shows and anime. I started watching One Piece. I'm almost done with the first season, and a lot of a lot of other like One Piece fans were telling me it was like, "Yo, the first season is a bit slow, but it'll pick up." And, you know, get crazy. Like I said, I'm familiar with One Piece. I've watched some of the anime. I just didn't watch it avidly from beginning to current, which is like over a thousand episodes now. And uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm just watching the first season so far. And I, I fuck with it. I, 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 I fuck with it. Um, Luffy, like, off rip. You, Luffy isn't the brightest bulb in the box but he has heart he has passion he he he, he's you know he has a sense of conviction about his goal to be the pirate king and and i'm really looking forward to to meeting you know the rest of the 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 characters and uh crewmates um as they come along and uh i'm also here to say that you know, Goku, Goku, Goku's okay. Goku's all right. He's, I don't watch a lot of Dragon Ball now. I've, I watched so much growing up as a kid. Um, I watched, you know, Summer Super, uh, the Berlin movie and stuff like that. Um, but there's just so much anime out there. I just, I'm not saying I stopped caring about Dragon Ball Z. I just stopped keeping up with it. So, <laughs> 
what I what I do sometimes um, in a sense of chaotic neutrality. Um, when there's I follow a couple anime pages um, on Instagram, so when when there is a especially a post about Dragon Ball Z, I'll just shoot up in the comments, say something. And wait for all the Dragon Ball meat writers and fanboys to either say something that had nothing to do with my comment, um, try to tell me I'm wrong, and then the ones I really love, and this is what I really do it for, is the ones that tell me what's going on and why I'm in wrong. Like, don't tell me I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong and in Goku's feet related to that statement. And boy, that is so much fun for me. Uh, pretty much, there is a, a, a video stop motion animation of Goku and Naruto. I mean, uh, Sasuke and Naruto saying that they can be the current new forms of Goku, uh, Vegeta, and, and Gohan. And to be fair, the Saiyans are very powerful motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Can fuck up a whole planet at a, at a moment's notice. And I'm not saying that Shinobi ain't shit. They, they, they're very capable. My comment was that Goku... I mean, that Naruto beat... A, a, no, his... A, a, a god. And, and Goku couldn't. And... I, mean, I was... I, I, I wrote that... You know, keeping a noble mind, like, you know, I might be wrong, but also tell me why I'm wrong, you know, like, what's going on? Because I don't have time today. I'm already watching you know, my own set of anime. I'm catching up on other TV and movie shows. And the chaos, and it's still ensuing. It's been, it's been two weeks, and they're still commenting on my post. And like I said, I sit there and I just, and I just, uh, cackle. That's the word. And people saying, well, 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 the, the gods, the gods in Naruto are, are, aren't, are, won't even give Krillin uh, a problem. That's, that's, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, I never said that, 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 uh, Momoshika and, um, and Kaguya were, were more you know, powerful than Beerus. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Naruto found a way to defeat his god, and, and Goku didn't. Also, also, what I said that they was like, well, well, he didn't beat her; he sealed her. A win's a win. A win is a win. I also made a very valid point, which probably was irrelevant to the comment or whatnot. But I was like. Naruto never had to die in his anime, nor to be wished back by his friends <laughs> at all. I said Naruto literally, I said Naruto survived more than Goku. Period. And I said I, 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 I even it wasn't even anything serious. I just wanted to see what the, the fanboys would say. Some of them agreed with me. Some of them were wrong. Some of them corrected me to an extent, and then some of them corrected me and explained themselves and, and the reason why. There was only one person that knew what I was doing. Mind you, on Instagram, my name is comedian underscore Shah. So granted, I wasn't thinking that people weren't 
going to take me like they they didn't realize what i was doing one guy he was like i can tell you're just doing this for shits and giggles and i'm like yes (laughs) yes yes i am i don't care (laughs) it's it's the little things for me but it's just, it's all love to Dragon Ball and stuff like that. It's just you know, it's just Dragon Ball right now. And like I said there's other anime. Uh, Attack on Titans gonna be finished soon. My Hero Academia just started back up, so I'm definitely gonna watch that. I definitely there's a lot of anime I've missed. Um, not missed, but um, stop watching. Uh, Black Clover. I would definitely want to catch up on. I think Castlevania, I have to catch up on that latest season. Um, someone, one of my friends watched it without me. Uh, so that, that was rough. I still throw it in their face. That meant a lot to me. Though the crazy part is I put them on to that anime and then they started to watch it without motherfucker. How dare you? But as I digress... Dragon Ball Tenkaichi, oh, Budokai Tenkaichi 4 is coming out. And Dragon Ball fans are lit. They are eaten. Meanwhile, Naruto fans are just getting Storm's collection, Ninja Storm collection, which is essentially the same game as Ninja Storm 4. With, with more costumes and a couple characters, which is it's the same thing as Ninja Storm 4. Y'all could just given us that as a DLC. And we would have still played it. Not spending $70 for that. I will spend $70 for Hogwarts Legacy. So I can be a Slytherin and call people mud blood with the hard R's. <laughs> Another show um, that I love. And it has its issues. But I'm also a fan of the character and the actor. Um, that plays him. Uh, Grant Gustin uh, will no longer be the Flash after this season. Um, he was on Instagram. He officially hung up his cowl, his costume, and it's it's been nine years, nine ten years uh, since uh, he became the Flash. And my whole thing is the CW Arrowverse shows suffer in. You know, my personal opinion, they suffer from like bad writing and the, the lack in knowledge of, of some characters. And then sometimes like they'll try to shoehorn shit that makes no sense or they'll tr- they, they'll have a character, develop them and won't know what to do with them and just 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 either write them off. Or, or give them something different that, you know, doesn't ride with the story or the character well. With that being said, <coughs> excuse me, season nine of The Flash is this is the final run. This is the last season. And this, the, this first, these first few episodes... Um, or it was the the Red Death arc, and we were waiting for Red Death since like season five, I believe, when he was first mentioned. And the CW doesn't have Batman, like 
like they'll like they say oh we had a batman no cw does not have a batman they mention batman they mention bruce and that kevin conroy uh cameo in in crisis on infinite earth does not count that was not a cw's batman that was a favor from kev himself rest in peace They have Batwoman. Batwoman is Ryan Wilder right now, played by Javisa Leslie. And she's a great actress, talented actress. I stopped watching Batman uh, mid-first season. Um, I I, I just... The the character wasn't uh, likable to me. Kate Kane. Maybe it was the actress that played her. I don't know, but I, I had no interest. Like I, I tried to go get back in it when when Javicia uh, um, picked it up as Ryan Wilder picked up the call, and again it was it was mainly like I said is how the story is written, and I, I I feel like the CW just especially when it comes to women and, and people of color they're, they're just horrible at writing them, especially in these superhero shows and stuff like that. Like I don't mind like female characters I don't mind at all I don't mind gender bent characters as long as you stay true like they have the soul of the character and, and you know the, the suits at least comic book out accurate but with, with the speedster villains um, maybe not Savitar so much but the speedster villains have a sense of like Fear, you know what I'm saying? Like you not only think they're scary, but you kind of fear for your one any of your the main character and and pretty much any of the protagonist characters for the most part. Um, you know, like with 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 uh, Eobard Thawne's uh, Reverse Flash, he made his whole body vibrate while his eyes, uh, you know, glowed red with the with with negative speed force lightning, and that was kind of dope, and it was. It was kind of scary and spooky and stuff like that. You know, you you kind of worried, or you really worried about Barry and Team Flash. And then, you know, you had Zoom, who was literally like he embraced being a monster. He wanted people to see, and he was voiced by Tony Todd, Candyman himself, the man that is responsible for me pissing in the bed from nine, from ages nine to, to, to twelve. <laughs> And and I love that, you know, Godspeed was, you know, what I'm saying, like I said, it, it, there 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 were there were definitely some some downsides to these past few seasons of The Flash, and there are some upsides too. But with 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 Red Death and her being uh, Ryan Wilder from an alternate timeline, cool, dope. I wish we really got to see some of that in like a you know flashback or something like that or like you know you're showing how they open up and they'll say like earth 2 or so and so or in another timeline or in the distant you know what i'm saying like what happens specifically i would love to see that instead of them explaining it for the most part like the way uh jake garrick said you know talked about um becoming i mean we'll zoom lying about being Jay Garrett, you know what I'm saying, just stuff like that, I wish we could have shown it, they would shown it while, while she was telling us, but my whole thing is, like, when she took off the mask, I was, like, no longer afraid of, of Red Death, like, you wasn't, like, they weren't, 
threatening. And like I said, the 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 way like I said the story was was I think was was pretty fucking dope. You know, um, Red Death came from an alternate timeline where uh, something happened and they got out of it you know they they went overboard and they blamed the fly you know what i'm saying stuff like that for some reason it's always barry's fault from something that happened either earlier that season or or seasons before um you know like small callbacks up which i think is dope but it, it i don't know just she she wasn't she's a great actress but red death wasn't scary enough for me like he wasn't there, like she wasn't the threat I they 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 bumped her up to be for the most part like Red Death needed a whole team of rogues Earbard and and Hunter Zolomon literally pretty much manipulated people for the most part by themselves um they didn't really have a, a team for the most part, like they either forced people or manipulated people into doing stuff. Whereas, uh, I don't know. It, it said it. They said I, I'm trying to. I'd love to see what happens next as the the final season continues. Um, Alundra and Chester finally uh, smooch and get together. Iris is pregnant. Joe and Jenna are going to move keep safe and so he can raise her in a stress-free environment now that he's retired and he you know he, he and I, I i really like this because i felt like not saying that i don't like jesse l martin's character joe should have been joe did everything he could um throughout barry's life and he was one of my favorite reasons like i said Joe West is one, by far one of my favorite TV dads and one of the best parts of the show. Um, and this this past episode, he's telling Barry, like, there is nothing more I can teach that I need to teach you. You know, not only have I inspired you and taught you, you've, you've done the same for me. And there's just this real heart to heart. And I know it's kind of meta because they're both leaving. You know, it's the last season and stuff like that. So it was a really gut-wrenching moment where Joe had to sit back and realize, like, my role on the team has changed, you know? Like, you know, I, I don't have you. I, I, I don't. I, I don't have anything to give to the team at the moment. So with Joe being the the super dad that, that he is, he's, you know, he plans to take Jenna, and, uh, you know, to the country and stuff like that. And Cecile's going to come on the weekend. So she's helping Team Flash, you know what I'm saying? She can come to them and them not come to her. So, you know, they're they're even more safe and more protected and, and less stress and stuff like that. And, and Joe made a valid point. Joe was essentially a single father, you know what I'm saying for a while he he ended up uh, adopting and raising Barry um, he he had a son he he didn't know about you know so Joe Joe was going through it and he he was you know he didn't want to put Jenna through the same thing and and the fact that Joe there wasn't an episode where Joe had a heart attack from the stress itself of you know like you know, your your son your son-in-law is literally uh um a, a multiversal you know threat 
you know, not a threat, but like, you know what I'm saying? Your son is literally, a, a you know, has the powers of a god and stuff like that. And he's defeated uh, some insane foes. And, you know, the stress of, of just being part of that team, not even being, the, you know what I'm saying, being able but just being part of that, not the team, but the, the family and that, I can understand why Joe would want to make that decision. Uh, Caitlin and Frost are dead, but... Uh, we have a new character named Keon, um, and I, she she speaks in a lot of uh, nature-based metaphors and stuff like that. And I think one of her powers are either healing. I think she has like healing powers, so, like something to do with life, because she instantly knew that Iris was pregnant, even though Iris didn't know. Like she was just getting symptoms, um, but she she did you know bring some life. I want to say more like energy or health to to chill Blaine when he was uh, incapacitated so I'd love to see what they're going to do with Keon because you know up until those moments she you know didn't normally have any powers and I like so I'll probably do another episode just on the whole season of the Flash including what you know what I'd want to see in the Flash movie and you know, even CW spinoff shows dealing with, because I don't know what D- the DCU is going to do with the DC television shows. I know Gotham Knights is coming out on the 14th, and I love Misha Collins. Um, but like I said, the whole, with this whole CW, let's not do Batman on TV thing, is I don't know how long that's going to keep fucking working. Like, I, I, I get it in shows like like Smallville or like even like he didn't become Superman until the end of the show. You know, I, I get that. Gotham was great because it was Bruce before being actual Batman. But I just wish um, the CW and Warner Brothers would stop being such weirdos and just give us a TV live action Bruce Wayne. Um, if we can have two Batman uh, and then Elseworlds and then a regular DCU film in the future, we can definitely get, you know, a lower budget one for the CW show. But that's that's just me, though. You know, so on to the next topic. A movie that I recently watched and I wanted to review um, was Ant-Man 3. Well, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And needless to say, um, a bunch of people didn't like it. Some people did, you know, the same old Marvel MCU conversation. Uh, you know, people are either burnt out or, you know, it's getting mid or, you know, Marvel's becoming stagnant. And me personally, um, Ant-Man wasn't bad. <laughs> uh, it wasn't uh, like I don't I didn't have any expectations going into the movie um, all I know is I'm a huge fan of Jonathan Major's work I've seen I've, I've started my first uh, exposure to him was Lovecraft Country on HBO Max great show um, one season 
really was like upset when it got canceled but you guys should should watch it check it out great cast great writing uh great production the uh i just felt like we should have seen more kang on the the screen uh, he doesn't show up until like 45 minutes into the movie and they speak about him and everything but like i just kind of wish we would seen more of what kang was doing um when she's just uh when janet's discussing um once she saw when uh she touched his mind and kang very imposing figure charming smart calculated cold And I'm very excited for um, his multiple appearances in the future. <laughs> like Kang is everywhere. Um, he is he is a very very difficult villain, and I'd rather Thanos than Kang. Me personally, um, when it comes to surviving a villain i'm not surviving kang at all uh paul rudd did his thing the when it comes to the wasp part of the movie it was more so about janet than hope like hope she was in the movie uh she mainly was just a a, a side character helping scott out and them and stuff like that it it my whole thing it, it this movie leans so heavily on setting up uh the villain uh for like the next phase and that's okay but if you're going to do that show more of the villain <laughs> i said the writing wasn't bad um like i said it was more so people and like i said I, I noticed it a little bit i didn't have too much of a problem with it you can tell um you know there are some splotchiness and some of the visual effects and i think i read an article somewhere i think it was cbr or something like that where the the vfx artist said that um most of that budget you know what i'm saying like they were more so trying to put all the vfx and all the other stuff on black panther 2 and wasn't focusing on ant-man and i don't know how true that is but i'm like if that is, I can understand why people, especially the VFX artists, should be frustrated. Um, actually, Marvel, um, it's not the first time, you know, there's been talks about Marvel's VFX because there's been moments, especially in the older movies, where they do a great fucking job. And then sometimes it's like, yo, did y'all run out of ink or money, like, while y'all were doing this? But at the same time, when, when you know, they've graphic designers and vfx artists saying like they're being overworked and stuff like that and i don't i don't know but um i don't know where i'm going i'm probably just going nowhere with it but said the vfx were like i said some 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 I said, a lot of visually stunning stunning like when it comes to marvel films and you want to look at some beautiful shit um chloe Zhao did an amazing job in the internals and people had issues with that. I love the Eternals. I, my only thing with it is th there were a lot of characters. And I felt like I said, there should have, there should have, I don't know. It's not even the length of the movie. 
um, when it comes to that, I'm going to get back to Ant-Man. It was more so you could feel those two and a half hours. And it's hard to relate to those types of characters, these immortal beings and stuff like that. And they, they I mean, they, they did what they could with trying to uh, be relatable or, or have us root for certain characters, especially Cersei and, and, and Festus and, uh, you know, just the whole. So it's a lot of people to to handle and and to even write for and even remember all those. Like I said, for me personally, that should have been a Disney Plus show. Closure actually still directed that, but Eternal should have been uh, a Disney Plus show. But like I said, back to Ant Man, uh, the 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 quantum realm, the the visuals in there were so beautiful. And some people like had some gripes saying that, you know, it's just, you know, they weren't specific about the quantum realm. Like they, there wasn't a, a map, there wasn't specific things about it. But my whole thing is, um, I felt like they didn't make it seem like it was like, like an actual cities. Cause like, it's the quantum realm. Like we're not, there's, there, it's another universe as parts of the unknown. I don't think it would be structured, me personally, as something we would perceive as something you can map out per se, because it's the fucking quantum realm. It's literally a, a, a universe below Earth. You know, it's its own dimension, its own realm. So I said, for me, I, I, I liked the fact that it was just place. It wasn't just like cities and, and countries. And, and it was just a place where, you know, there was life and, and, and people and, and other beings existed. And like I said, there was, there was a bunch of this, that there's a lot of, a lot of jokes. It's pretty funny. Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd and everything he does from his more serious dramatic roles to, you know, his, his fucking comedy. I love our idiot brother. Go check that out. One of my favorite Paul Rudd movies. Uh, yeah, I said it was, it was more so about and I, and I realized just watching this movie, like Scott was getting more character development. You know, he was, I think he's going to change as a character because when you really look back at it, when Scott first became um, uh, a hero, it wasn't because he necessarily wanted to become a hero. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that Scott was a bad person. It shows that he, he, he was a, you know, a, a, a good guy he has a heart of gold uh, that's why he went to prison for you know helping those people by hacking into the server and you know giving them all their money back but scott was a bit he was feeling himself tooting his own horn um acting like his shit didn't stick like i said when he first became a superhero so because he wanted to get his daughter back uh and then in uh, the sequel it So before the sequel, Captain America Civil War, he joined because, you know, Cap asked him to. But at the same time, if Captain America tells you to Civil War, then you Civil War, goddammit. Ant-Man and the Wasp, he only did it. It wasn't for him. It was because Hank and Hope asked him to to be Ant-Man again. It wasn't because he really wanted to be a hero. Um, and then when he did save the world in the game, and Scott had a lot to do with the Avengers time heist and them uh, bringing everybody back, Scott had a huge part in that. But in this movie, like, Scott is out of touch with his daughter. She's, you know, she's 
she's emulating him, you know, with his good heart. She's a human, you know, she uh, was arrested as a, at a protest uh, for, for homeless people, you know, so she, she has a good heart, but she had to really let him know, she, what are you really doing with your life, you know? Like, you, you keep saying you saved the world, but what are you doing now? that matters you know what i'm saying you know you 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 say the world but you know what i'm saying that the and that that spoke a lot to me you know like scott scott wasn't doing much he you know what i'm saying he, he was, you know had a book out had the podcast out he's a local celeb you know he's a celebrity and, and you know he he's he's loved by the people his daughters i know it's like that's that's cool and dandy and all but that's it's not you could, she pretty much said he could be doing more, and she tells him that in the quantum round too, especially with the uh, the citizens and them forming a rebellion to fight back with the freedom for fighters. And it, it's it's just it's just so damn beautiful because you really look at, you have to really look at at where she's coming from. It's like yo, we, like she knows who he is and she knows he can do better. And I and I thought found found beautiful that your kid can just you can have that honesty with your your kid and to for them to tell you like no like I know you're great but you can do more you can be better you can set an example and I thought that was fucking dope and then at the end uh you know Scott he he de- defeated Kang and Kang got defeated by a, a bunch of uh, giant ants um <laughs> for the most part and people are like well how could ant-man defeat Kang? that if you read the comics hank pym did a similar thing to to uh Kang. and uh they said it came from the comics so i didn't have a problem with it i and it's like it was a version of Kang. Yo, I don't even think he was the best version of Kang. Not saying that he was bad, but I'm saying I think there are other Kangs that might be a bigger problem. He was sucked into, pushed into a multiversal drive. So he's not necessarily dead. Comic book uh, rules are no one person stays dead except for uh, for Uncle Ben. And uh, if you don't see a body then they're not dead so i think king might come back i think what he did he went back in time and became victor timely which is part of one of the post credit scenes the other one is the other kings uh in the council of kings forming to defeat the uh heroes of earth because they are now touching the multiverse was what this me the best part of the movie was king it said everything else was it wasn't bad but it wasn't too crazy either you know it wasn't it was a great darker take on him and a darker it was less serious uh modok was okay for me um the they did play it uh, play him a lot for comedy um and i get that modok is a funny looking motherfucker modok is also a problem too what i think they'll do is they're gonna like retcon and rewrite some stuff bring some old characters back probably cast it as different people give them different backstories and anything after secret wars when they fix everything but uh, so when it comes to like the whole like the whole movie out of 10 i'll i'll give it a seven i like a like a like a six out of ten for me 
Um, like I said, the post credit scenes were great. Uh, one of them uh, connects with Loki season two. Jonathan Majors is amazing at, at what he does. Paul Rudd is and always will be one of America's biggest treasures and commodities. Uh, the VFX, like I said, needed some more. Kang should have been on on the screen more. I wish Hope had a bigger role. And so yeah, that's that that that's about it. I I do have more to say in the Ant Man movie because there there are some things I want to go into um, more detail with, but I'll save that um, for another episode because uh, I, I do want to talk about the MCU and essentially just movies um, in general when it comes to regards to writing characters and, uh, you know, where the MCU is headed, in, in my opinion. Um, like I said, I'm no professional or anything like that. I'm just a nerd with an opinion. Uh, on to the ads. Next time on You're Welcome with Shaquem Green, I have a few friends uh, in the cockpit joining us, a couple of comedians and a rapper, all jokes, all humor, nothing taken seriously. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This has been You're Welcome with Shaquem Green.